0: hey folks steve lewis here welcome to relevance for today thanks for tuning in to another show we're going to be talking about the kingdom preparation series that i recently did for the philippines enjoy the shows folks it's going to be good stuff stay tuned hey folks steve lewis here welcome to relevance for today kingdom culture folks Kingdom Preparation number 7, talking about time to read the word. Stay tuned, folks. You know what time it is. Okay, folks, thanks for tuning in once again. We're continuing on with Kingdom Preparation, and I hope you're enjoying the teachings. Shout out to all the folks around the world, especially over in the Philippines, and uh, hey, it's an honor to be able to share these messages and to do these teachings so i'm very grateful and uh, don't forget to chime in love to hear from you by the way for those of you watching the video right now i am watching it with you so when you guys put chit chats up and say hi and stuff like that i'm gonna write right back to you it's really neat to watch these with you all right in our own homes 12 hours away that's amazing that's something else 12 hours difference Anywhere from seven to 9,000 miles away from each other. So, And for everybody else who's tuning in, fantastic. It's great to be here. It's great to be on the show. Great to be doing this. So here we go, part seven of Kingdom Preparation. And I hope, like I said, you're enjoying the teachings because I truly am. Now the word preparation, and I should have done this a few weeks ago when I started the preparation series, but I never really thought about it. But the word preparation is defined as the action or process of making ready or being made ready for use or consideration. Huh? In this day and age, getting ourselves ready, what are we getting ready for, right? That's why I chose the word preparation for these episodes, because we need to be ready for God to use us no matter what country or condition we are in. He is looking for willing vessels to reach the lost and the hurting, especially now. It's 2021 when this is being produced. And so I don't know what year you're listening to it down the road, but I'm sure it's going to be the same then. Time to get prepared. God wants to use people. He needs some vessels. The world needs a savior. And some of you know that already. Some of you know it, and some have Him in their life already. And some deny him, which is so sad and want nothing to do with him. And of course, I'm talking about Jesus. But that's at the moment. Don't write them off yet. If you shared the gospel with somebody and you poured your heart out to them and they didn't ask Jesus Christ into their life, that's okay. You planted the seed, pray for them, go on with your business because you never know. Someone else may come up that they can relate to that'll say, hey, listen, I asked Jesus Christ into my life the other day. And you're like, what? I've been sharing the gospel with you for years and you never even asked Jesus Christ into your life. And then this guy shows up and he says the same thing I said. Don't worry about it. It's not about us, right? (laughs) But just remember, we have to be ready. We have to be ready. And so in that whole thing, I was saying we might plant the seed and the Lord will do the rest just stay focused on what God's got you doing. Okay. You know, we have to be ready and know how to plant the seed in the first place, which can be done by our actions, right? How we treat others. And of course, the word of God, because there's been times where people are like, I'm a Christian. I represent Jesus Christ. And then they go out and And they raise hell and people are watching them and they're taking notes going, oh, this guy's supposed to be a Christian, but why is he acting this way? Why are they acting that way? We always have to be on guard and they're watching us by our actions, word, deed, right? How we're doing things and how we're talking. So we have covered different Bibles. We already covered the different Bibles. We talked about Bible translations and things like that. We talked about why certain Bibles were a certain way. But it's time to cover reading it. We even talked about how to study it. But let's talk about just how to pick it up and read it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's get to the the basics. How do we read this thing? You know? And uh, that's so important. It's it's questions that people have in the back of their minds. But you can't really ask that in a Bible study because it'll make you nervous if you have to go, um, how how do I even read the Bible in the first place? Where, where do I start? What? you know? And so that's why it's neat to address it on a podcast because you could be sitting at your home with that question. And if you do have any questions, by the way, please put them in the comment section. I'd love to respond. We can talk back and forth, get some discussions going. So very important. But let's cover the reading part. And this is personal time. Okay. This is taking the personal time now. The first thing I want you all to program in your mind Okay, so set this in your mind. Get ready to program your brain. You ready for this one? Reading the Bible is not a chore. It's a privilege. It is a privilege. And you may say, seriously, Steve, a privilege? Yeah, a privilege. You know why? Because I can confidently say, because of the last time it was recorded in 2019, there were 52 countries where the Bible is illegal in the world. And if you want to read the list, just go online and search for it. But these countries forbid the Bible. And if you were caught with one in some countries, you could even lose your life. There's some places you'll lose your life for even being a Christian. But if you caught with the word of God, you will be thrown in jail. They will treat you like garbage. And some people end up dead. But keep in mind, however, there are special groups out there and organizations that come up with crafty ways to still get the word of God into people's hands, even if it's only a few pages. There's some places overseas where they smuggle Bible pages, so they'll have pages, they'll get Bibles, they'll cut the pages out of them and they'll just have four or five pages they might have the book of mark and they'll take that fold that up put it in their clothing or wherever and they smuggle that across borders and all kinds of stuff it's amazing you know and here we are with bookloads, you know some people are fighting over what translation you're using meanwhile they've got the book of acts floating around page by page one's part new king james and other parts english standard and other parts the, uh, some other translation, American standard or something. And they're too busy focused on the Lord. And we're focused on what the Bible says on the end of it. And what kind of translation they're focused on. Can I just have a couple of sheets of the Bible, please? So I can learn the word of God. It's amazing. So that's so important. So here we are with this powerful source of freedom and information. We can freely relax and read our Bibles in the privacy of our home or even in public. Many of you watching this, you can read your Bibles in public. You can read them on the phone. You can read them out loud in public anytime we choose. And yet we take it for granted. And this isn't all of us. Okay. When I'm saying these things, remember one pointing at you, four pointing at me. I'm never that guy that's going to be having a big plank in my eye trying to get the toothpick out of yours, okay? So when I'm sharing these things, remember, I'm always focusing on me first and making sure I'm doing it right. So we don't truly realize the freedoms we have, and it's time we take notice and take advantage of it. And so we're sitting back thinking, so how do we go about doing that? You might be wondering. Actually, I think you know where I'm going with this. It's time to take time. Or better yet, it's time to make time each day for the word of God. It really is, folks. You know, many of us will spend hours surfing, right? We're surfing online. Oh, check this out. The funny videos. My kids will send me, they're adults now, but they'll send me videos and there'll be funny videos of people falling and stuff. And of course we shouldn't laugh at people falling, but you know how you guys are. <laughs> But anyway, they'll send you a funny video. People are doing things they shouldn't be doing and they're getting hurt or whatever it is and you're watching these guys and the next thing you know, you're scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. 30 minutes just passed by. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Time goes so fast when you're surfing on social media. Different people might be on different social media outlets and surfing that way or surfing the internet or whatever. And then here's what happens. When it comes time for God's word, we end up being too busy. But we can sit there sometimes. I say this to myself. What are you doing? How long have you spent doing that? You better make sure you got your time in reading your word. And so I always make sure I do That's the first thing I do in the mornings after taking my wife to work or whatever, or her and I read together when she's home. But when she's at work, I get in the word. That's, that's my thing. I get in the word, study it. And I'm trying to stay away from man-written books and focus on the word of God more than anything else because it's easy to get taken away with all books written by different people unless it's a solid biblical word of God. That's a different story. But the bottom line is what I'm getting at is I take the time out. And please remember this. I'm not pointing the finger. Once again, I'm not pointing the finger at you because I too have to make sure I read the word daily. Otherwise, I'm just being a hypocrite, right? If I'm sitting here saying, oh, by the way, you need to read your word, you need to study it, you need to do all these things. And I'm sitting back chilling, not doing any of it. I'm going to have to answer to the Lord for that. And so I make sure I get in the word. Bottom line. And one thing I like to do, I like to encourage people to read the book of John first. But of course, it all depends on your interests. So the book of John is a great way to get into the Bible. If you've never read the Bible before, also getting into the book of Genesis is amazing. Such a powerful book. The book of Genesis, I love it. And there's times I'll just sit down and read it just to remember all the stories. And of course, I love Joseph. Oh my gosh, Genesis 37 through 50. I love it. Reading the story of Joseph and everything he went through, but yet God was always with him. I love that. But anyway, starting in Genesis is always nice because you get to read about the beginning as well as all the men and women that God chose to have a relationship with. The important thing to remember is the Bible has so much instruction on how to live life successfully as a Christian. So we need to remember that. I don't know if some of you have already seen my episodes before where I talk about this, but there's a cool acronym for the word Bible, B-I-B-L-E. It's Basic Instruction Before Leaving Earth. Has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Man, that that's deep. You know, a simple example of this, to make a point right here, a simple example of that, is when we compare 1 Corinthians thirteen four through 7 to our own personal lives. When we do that, we can measure how much love we truly have for one another. You know, 1 Corinthians thirteen four through 7 says, Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Bam. Okay. When you read that passage, when it talks about love, you really need to go back and you can see how in Hebrews 4.1, where it talks about it being a double-edged sword, penetrating Even dividing soul and spirit, it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. So then when you look at 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, if you're a little off on your love thing, you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. You know what I mean? Because if you go in there, it says, do you need some work in these areas when it comes to loving others? This is how God's word penetrates, dividing soul and spirit and judges the attitude of the heart. And this is just one verse that you can use to work on your walk with the Lord. Second Timothy chapter three, verses 16 and 17 says, all scripture is inspired by God and is used to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. Praise God. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Bam. Verse 16 specifically says, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. Straight to the point, right? We need the word of God in our lives to become godly men and women. You need this. You need the word of God. You need the word of God. When we are going down the wrong path, it corrects us and teaches us what is right. And the fact that in verse 17, it says God uses it to prepare, right? Kingdom preparation. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. That right there should make us all want to dig in daily and read the holy word of God. That passage of scripture right there says it all. And then, of course, Psalm 119, 105 reads, Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. You know, as I was reading that verse, getting ready for the podcast, I couldn't help thinking about a flashlight that is never turned on by the owner. It has never been opened up, and no one knows if there's even any batteries in it until they open it and look inside. Also, if you're in the dark, right? So you're in the dark and you have a flashlight, but you never turned it on, you never checked it for batteries, what would happen? If you you go to turn it on, it doesn't come on, then you would be stumbling around in the dark without any direction at all. Does that make sense? Kind of like the Bible, right? That same thing goes for the Bible. If you do not open them, if you don't open the word of God and take the time to read it, we will be lost in this world with no spiritual guidance. Sure, we can sit and listen to others read it to us once or twice a week, but honestly, it's not the same. It really isn't as taking your own personal time to dig in the Word and learn about the Lord. Also, just as we all learned last year, if we depend on others to read the Word to us, what happens when the doors of churches close, like last year with the pandemic? And even right now, some are still closed in different parts of the world. But it's time to take responsibility and read the most important book in the world, ourselves. It's time to feed ourselves. Also, remember, as you draw closer to God, he will draw closer to you. And that's a fact. James 4, 8, very important. As you dig into this word, there's going to be times the Holy Spirit's going to inspire you to read a certain passage. There's going to be times that you're just going to learn a nugget about the word of God just like the flashlight thing. I was studying and preparing for the podcast and that vision just came to me. And I'll give the Holy Spirit credit for that. The vision came to me of a Bible not being open, which means someone stumbling around in the dark, stumbling around in the darkness of the world. So preparation is so very important, brothers and sisters. It's so important. We're living in a day where we have no idea what in the world is going to happen next. But one thing we can count on for sure is the Word of God. You can count on the Word of God. You can count on it. And lastly, I want to direct your attention to when Jesus was in the wilderness being tempted by Satan in Matthew chapter 4. The temptation of Jesus. So it says, then Jesus was led by the Spirit. And some people don't realize that. They think Satan took Jesus into the wilderness, but the Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. It's all a part of the plan, being that one sinless offering to the world, Jesus Christ. So back to it. Then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and became very hungry. Another thing people miss, he was out there fasting. He fasted, no food, no water, no nothing for 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and became very hungry. During that time, okay, when did Satan come to him? When he became very hungry. What happens when you get very hungry? You get weak, you get frail. It's hard to make the right decision sometimes. Satan likes to come in at the weakest times in your life. Okay, so here's Jesus. He was very hungry. During that time, the devil came and said to him, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, no, the scripture says people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple and said, if you are the son of God, jump off. For the scriptures say he will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Another key thing to remember when you're reading that, that shows you right there even Satan knows what the word of God says. So be careful whose voices you're listening to in your head when you think God's telling you to do something. Jesus responded, the scripture also says, so he countered Satan. The scripture also say, you must not test the Lord your God. Next, the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. I will give it all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. Get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him, for the scriptures say you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil went away and angels came and took care of Jesus. Bam, drop the mic. Jesus knew the word and he used it as that two-edged sword to cut through Satan's words. That's a goal we all should have, to be able to fight against the attacks of the enemy with the word of God every time. Very important, folks. You know, so my prayer is that this episode will encourage you to make time for God each day. If you start with 10 minutes and gradually work your way up without checking your watch every five minutes, remember the Holy Spirit knows what you're doing, right? If you ask Jesus Christ into your life, you have the Holy Spirit living within you. If you're checking your watch, Holy Spirit knows. That's grieving the Holy Spirit sitting back thinking, man, come on, are you going to read the Bible and get in the Word? Or are you just going to be doing it like it's something you have to do as a chore? You know what I mean? God knows our hearts. Keep that in mind during your reading time. And of course, thanks as always for tuning in. I really hope this message really, really captures you folks. I really do. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know if you started reading your Bible. Let's talk about this. I'd love to hear from you all. How, is these, how are these episodes helping you? It really motivates me and gives me something to remember when I'm sitting down and studying and preparing these messages. So with that being said, let's pray. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you once again, always for being able to connect with the folks over in the Philippines, connecting with Jug Honey Love over in the Philippines and all the wonderful people over there is truly a blessing, Lord, to be in communication with them as well as people all around the world. Heavenly Father, I just want to pray right now for encouragement. For all those out there who are looking at their Bibles and not sure if they should pick them up or not, who really know they need to get into the Word, for people to come alongside them as well, just like Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch, to sit down with them and help them learn how to read the Bible for themselves, to get equipped, to get prepared for whatever goals and and visions that you have to put into their lives. So Lord, I thank you for this opportunity to share this message I just pray a blessing over each and every individual listening to the sound of my voice and watching this video. Thank you so much, Lord, for all you do in our lives. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your love and your life. And pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. There you have it, folks get some reading done. It's time to get involved. Time to get your reading. Get in the Word. Get in the Word. Get in the Word. Get in the Word. It's time, folks. Okay? It's your own little time, your own little piece of the world. You and the Lord meditating, just studying the Word, reading the Word. Read about some amazing men and women of God that can help you in your walk as well. So with that being said, hey, don't forget, Jug Honey Love and God is Love. She's got her Interviews that she does. She has a great show interviewing people from all walks of life. Sunday nights, 8 30 p.m. Filipino time, and also connect with her on her God is Love Facebook. You'll be very blessed if you do. Hey, don't forget, shout out to Stable Landing. Hey, listen, you guys, go over and check out Stable Landing clothing. Amazing clothing. Stablelanding.com. Love it. They make the best hats. Great hats for podcasting. (laughs) StableLanding.com for great Christian clothing. There you have it, folks. Hey, don't forget, get connected with me. You've got all my stuff down there. Make sure you share this with other people. The more we share it, the more people we can reach together as a team. Sound good? Hey, love you all. God bless. Take care of yourselves. Peace.